instead. Ah, sir, I can see, Mistress Caitlin. Do I pass the test? Oh, you already had. I just wanted to give you a way to vent your frustrations. Oh. It was also revenge, as that big, <laughs> stupid beast ate several of our tribe. Well, now what? I'm Daimyo? You are indeed. And before I fade away, it's time for one last celebration. One last Spotchka night. You'll find our camp is well stocked. What's the occasion? Why, it's a finale day, but also it is Captain Romano's birthday. Java, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> this is Return of the Pod. Right, sons, and welcome to Return of the Pod, a podcast about Star Wars and more, where we discuss and celebrate the movie, shows, books, comics, games, and ever-roughing else from the galaxy far, far away, and will occasionally journey to other galaxies. Every generation is a legend, every legend is a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, Disgrace Jedi and Force Mystic Brian Silliman. Joining me are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with former Force-sensitive Assassin's Guild member turned droids rights activist and now daimyo of the Furless Syndicate, Caitlin Bush. Hello there. And the smuggler with a not-so-secret heart of gold, Captain Matt Romano. Greetings! Not only is it a series finale day, it's a special day all around. Because it is not only a birthday celebration (laughs) for listener Tyler Brown. Isn't it, Matt? That's right. It's uh, it's his 32nd birthday today, I believe. 32nd, 32. It's been 32 years. 32 years. Now, now, Tyler J. Brown has asked that we fire everything in honor of his birthday. Now, I would love to do that, um, but I, I cannot. No. No. We only allow Brian a very specific amount of fire everything per season, yeah, yeah. and we have mm-hmm. already reached our max. <laughs> so I, yeah. I got to make them count. It's a special, special thing. <laughs> so yeah. they they don't let me out all that often. <laughs> uh, but also, so but Matt, you 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 have found a special sound effect that we're going to give you instead, and I hope you enjoy it. Matt, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire, yeah. Let, fire. Let, me, let me pull it up here on the computer. Here it is. Here it fire, is. fire that one off. There you go. If you wish. Impressive. Most impressive. Yes, I probably fancy it myself. Ah, there you go. You're welcome. You're welcome, Tyler. So, happy birthday to you, sir. It also was recently the 90th birthday (laughs) of the great John Williams. Yes. One of the greatest composers to ever live and one of the most prolific. Of course, the source of all of our favorite Star Wars themes, but... Even more important than that, there's a birthday that surpasses them all. Yes, oh. that's right. It is the birthday of our dear friend, co-host, Captain. Oh, Captain, my Captain, uh. Matt Romano. Hey, it's me. It's my birthday. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. It's me. Thank you. Wow. Aside from that, Caitlin <laughs> has officially been made daimyo of the Furless, and the tribe has helped us to repair the Starbinger 2 and also made ready to return home with us. Now, before we do that, though, it's time, because of all of this birthday and all of this finale, yeah. it's time for one last wild night here in the desert of Canonica. <laughs> because there are birthdays all around. Welcome back 
to a special birthday edition of Spotchka Nights. Yeah, we got a fire going. All the Ewoks are here. The Furless. Oh, it's fantastic. It's great. Oh, it's great out here. It's like Burning Man, but Star Wars. But Star Wars. That is exactly (laughs) what it is. Now, for anyone who is new to the show, you might be asking, what's Spotchka Nights? That's a great question. I'd love to tell you. Anytime Ooh, tell that we record he late will. at night. Oh, I am. Okay, I'm okay. So. Sorry. <laughs> Anytime that we record late at night or are just in a celebratory mood or just flat out feel like it, we declare that it is a Spotchka Nights episode. And that means that Caitlin and Matt break open their respective adult beverages irresponsibly yeah. and enjoy Cheers. them for Ooh, the duration of the episode. Fancy. I myself go even crazier with caffeinated beverages than I usually do. Irresponsibly, I should add. This time, the Furless have supplied everything and they are very excited and they're also excited yeah. to see Starbinger Base. And for some reason, they're really excited to be cramming onto the ship shortly to get there. It's going to be packed full of Furless Ewoks. There's a lot of them. It's going to be really sweaty, guys. It's going to be really sweaty. I tried putting them into the uh, the compartments like because they can actually squeeze in pretty tight because they're so smooth. They kind of slip, yeah. slip right of into the Some of them are duct. never... Are yeah. never gonna come out. They're yeah. gonna stay in those ducks forever. I, I lost about two of them up there. I don't know where they are. Yeah, yeah. was a new ship. Okay, not okay. anymore. I'm being a very responsible daimyo so far. Clearly. Yeah. Very yeah. Yeah. We're off to a good yeah. start. Yeah. And, yeah. and already there's there's a lot of respect going all around. Respect. Uh, but helping yeah. us with this transition, uh, one last time, we'll go to our old protocol droid Y1. RZZ human podcast relations. Hey, why? Hello, sir. My systems are very close to shutting down, but I cannot think of a better way to end my existence than by joining my new family with my old one. Uh, what the hell is this? Oh, uh, of course. Oh, Let's not hey. forget our reprogrammed <laughs> IT interrogator droid AZ 00, aka Azu. Uh, I didn't forget, you forgot. This is my section. Uh, what's the deal? Uh-oh. I, I wanted to give our old friend one last moment here before he dies, Azu. I, I do apologize for stepping on your toes or um, tilting your ball. Uh, you know, whatever you do, you, I don't care. I was oh. hoping you'd help me later on with the fireworks, AZ-00. What, like the old generation helping the new? Uh, what an oh. excellent connection. Yeah, all right. All right. But I'll do it because I want to do it, not because you want me to do it. Yeah, you do you. You do you, man. Friendship. Expertly handled wires, as always. We're recording on February 9th, 2022, and we're ready to jump into Chapter 7, the season finale of The Book of Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett. But before we do that, we have some news about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Kenobi. So I'm going to throw it over to Caitlin for some news on the march. News on the march. Why, thank you, Brian. Uh, Gentlemen, today the three of us were texting. And just as we were talking, I got an email in my, my little inbox, which announces that Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi, Kenobi is officially premiering on Disney Plus on May 25th. Yeah! Ooh. Of... Uh, 
of 2022. Yeah. Oh, oh, to be clear, oh, oh, oh. of this okay. year. Thank God. In the next few months. Right. Yes, correct. Surprise, 2025. Surprise, it'll be worth yes, the wait. The, the official synopsis, <laughs> as, uh, as we have read before, I will, I will read it again for my little pad here. The story begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, where Obi-Wan Kenobi faced his greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice Anakin Skywalker, who turned to the dark side as evil Sith Lord Darth Vader. The series also marks the return of Hayden Christensen in the role of Darth Vader. Joining the cast are Moses Ingram, Joel Edgerton, Bonnie Pies, Kumail Nanjiani, Indira Varma, Rupert Friend, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Sung Kong, Simone Kessel, and Benny Safdie. Wow. Y'all. Mm, that is Y'all. a stacked cast. That is a stacked cast. So they're, yeah. It's interesting. They're full on saying 10 years. So that's really interesting. So, I mean, are we going to get like 10 year old Luke Skywalker like running around causing havoc on Tatooine now? And, <laughs> and Obi Wan's just going to be following him and babysitting him from a distance? Well, I'm happy to announce that I am a de-aged version of me with a deep fake. Is He's playing, playing a young, young Luke Skywalker. Congratulations. Luke Skywalker. That makes sense. Yeah, that's it. Mark Hamill finally drew the line and said, no, they're like, who else can we get? How about Silliman? And, uh, and I was just standing there. Like, so, um, yep. Enjoy that, everybody. Congratulations. Uh, but yeah, gentlemen, this is very exciting news. I think we this is sooner than we expected to to get Kenobi, at least for me. I think well, I think everybody was like hoping for May the fourth, which yeah. now is very I think we were interesting. Hoping for a surprise there, but I yeah. so, I was anticipating it to be much later. Now I feel like we'll get like a Kenobi trailer on May the fourth. That's what you I'm know. thinking. Yeah, it's not May the fourth, but it is a significant date. Why is that? Because right? it's it is still an anniversary of 45 years since A New Hope. Oh, very okay. Nice. The first time that we ever met Obi Wan Kenobi. Come here, my little series. Don't be afraid. <laughs> oh, don't worry. He'll be all right. Uh, guys, I am so excited to see you and back as as Obi. As we all know, uh, or maybe not as listeners know, but as the two of you know, Obi-Wan is my favorite Star Wars character. Oh, you're obsessed I'm, with this man. I'm yeah. obsessed. Prequel Obi-Wan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. job. So, I mean... We're just, we're, I'm very, I'm very excited. I'm There's just not much to say about it. We're, we're super excited. Yeah. Everything they say about it sounds awesome. This, you know, you got the hating. poster. The post, the, the poster, poster looks great. Looks fantastic. It's him in the desert. Yep. For everyone saying there's a Tatooine problem. <laughs> well, well, guess, guess what? what? We're going back to Tatooine. Yeah, yeah it's like planet. We have, but I, 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 with this one, I more and more am convinced we will not be staying there for the yes. for the duration. Agreed. He, he will go. He's off got planet. adventures. Yeah. See, I think we're gonna get like you're gonna see Luke a little bit. You know, because before he goes off world, you're going to see like Obi-Wan stuffing Luke in a closet and locking the door, like tricking him in there. (laughs) I got some I got some candy in the closet. Whoops. Sorry. I'll be right back. You can't can't wander around anymore. (laughs) I'm very excited. Um, There's really not much more that we can say about it at this point. There's a poster now. Poster. That's really cool. Check out the poster. Uh, Yeah. I hope they don't say anything else. I hope I almost hope I think we don't we'll get, get a, a teaser I hope there's between now and May fourth, and then get a full trailer on May fourth. I think Matt is right about that. You know, my guess is here, guys. I got a guess about this. We're gonna see a little Super Bowl teaser this weekend. It's gonna uh, happen. Might, little tease, might, little might. fifteen second tease, oh, five second tease right in the Super that. Bowl, and then you're gonna get your big trailer on May the fourth. Oh. It'll all it'll all be from from the first episode yeah. and because in the second episode of this um obi-wan's not in it it's all yeah. mando 
then you just hear a hello there, yeah. like over yeah. black. Yeah. You know, you don't even see Obi Wan. Yeah, that's really yeah, what that's it's it. gonna be. You're not gonna see it. Fade, fade to black. It's gonna be yep, a shot of the it. twin suns with just hello there. <laughs> hello there. Hello there. May twenty fourth. What Star Wars fan is not excited about no, this? No, oh, come on. Who's not excited? Come on. Get out of here. Do you guys think this is the next Star Wars thing that we'll see? Like, there won't <sighs> pop in, like, a bad batch no, of I don't That is the question. Between this. It'll probably, this'll, this'll probably this be the next, the next Star Wars one. Thing. Right? I mean, we're going to get Marvel in between now and then, so. Yeah, a, 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 a sack full of Marvel. And we've been going strong for, like, almost a year yeah. now with Star one Wars. I mean, we're, well, not, you know, not necessarily a year, but Bad Except Batch, for that, Vision. Aside from that huge gap, yes. <laughs> But there's also but you talk about Bad Batch and and and, and Boba Fett. Yeah, there was Visions and there was the Lego special. Yeah, but you should know more than anyone that Star Wars is a is a multi-platform thing. You've had War of the Bounty Hunters going on. You've had High Republic. If you're looking at the Star Wars calendar, it's been stacked. It just keeps going. With release right. after release after release. You know, so can't tell if that was an insult or what. <laughs> a little bit of like both. A little bit of yeah, both. It's, yeah, it sounded like a little. <laughs> and that has been News on the March. With that, we're going to charge back into Star Wars, The Book of Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett. Now, we're going to discuss and celebrate the Karkin, Farkin, Criff out of this episode. For new canon reveals, we have our canon canon. We have hot takes along the way. We'll sound the hot take alarm. And if anything really blew our minds, we'll let loose with a seismic mind charge. Now, this episode is brand new, and we don't want to spoil you for any of it. So be warned that we're about to get into severe spoiler territory for good measure. We'll bring in our good friend, Werner Herzog, to do what he does. Werner, step on up here. Hey, whoa. I'm going to miss that. That's right. It is me. It is Werner. I will always be here, even though I will not be covered in sand. Now, sound the spoiler klaxon. That's right. That is my one job. And now it's time for me to quote something random. I'll go with a midsummer Night's dream. I have had a most rare vision. I have had a dream past the wit of man to say what dream it was. Man is but an ass if he go about to expound this dream. He thought I was what is that Caitlin ambush? There is a clear order in which to watch Star Wars, The Book of Boba Fett, Season 1, Episode 7, and then listen to our podcast. Here we go again. Punch it! I am Boba Fett. Speak freely. Now, before we get into the episode itself, you know what this means. If I don't immediately start out with the episode we're talking about, you know what? It's time to play the game that's burning up the internet that continues to run hot, hot, hot. Welcome back to an yet another freaking round of What Did I Miss? Uh, we're not supposed to play this so much. There is, I know we're not supposed <laughs> to play it that much, but I keep making mistakes, Matt. That's okay. Um, it's okay. No, it's not. We're all making mistakes. <laughs> no, you're not. Caitlin's not. It's not just you. Matt and I have to take some response. You are, you yeah. are our, our, our North Star here, but we are also the people who should be willing and able to catch you and we don't. So we are all failures together. Our names are on the box too, yeah. you know. Yeah. That, that's nice of you to say, um, it, but I I still have to, I must fall on this grenade. Okay, um, please. All right. And, All right. And, and, and you, Peggy and Bucky have to stay away. 
I'll leave it to you to decide who's who. Now, there was one big thing, but before we get there, I wanted to point out something uh, something that somebody else was really astute about, and I hadn't thought of it this way. This is a take I saw in a couple places, and I thought it was a really good take. So sound the hot take for other people. When Grogu was asked to remember home by Luke, he mm-hmm. thought of the Jedi Temple. That's yeah. home for him yeah. as far back as he can remember. So either he was born there or he just doesn't remember the planet he's from at all. He's so traumatized, maybe, that he doesn't remember his home planet, I wonder. Yeah. Either that or he think that for him, the Jedi Temple is home was and home. trauma. Yeah. He's Yaddle's love child. Yeah. He's Yaddle's love child. One jump ahead of me because you knew <laughs> I was going to go there. Sorry, we love sorry. A, we love a Yaddle fan theory. They reproduce yeah. asexually as my Yaddle's going to do when I play Lego Skywalker Saga. There we go. <laughs> a few other people related to the scene, other people on the internet, have pointed out that this in this scene, you can see on the wall, you can see the sigil of Barris Offy. Yeah. My heart, Barris, yep. dependable Barris, in one of the shots. Usually this would be coincidence, but Dave Filoni is Dave Filoni, and he's left symbols in plain sight before, like Ahsoka and Fulcrum. Some believe this sigil is there because it will be revealed that Barris, of all people, could be have been the one to rescue Grogu. We'll see. Time will tell. Now, the big thing that I missed, um, <laughs> that I, to be fair, to be fair, to, to be, be fair, fair, to be fair. Well, to be fair. To be fair. Thank you. Yeah, he's joining you. Yeah, got, got him in there. <laughs> Watch the show. It doesn't, right. no, it doesn't matter, but you joined in. That's, <laughs> that's, all, that's all I care about. I only remember this after we recorded it, and I'm like, oh, should we do an addendum? I'm like, no, nobody's going to know. How would they know? And it's like, nobody's going to know. They're going to know. They knew. They're, They're going to know. know. How would they yeah. know? They're going to know. And they did, um, reminded several times by so many people on Twitter, on DM, on... In, Matt, there was some Instagram activity you were talking Yeah, we, uh, we got to know on Instagram about it. So this is all over the place and laid it out in a succinct manner. And it all has to do with Yoda's lightsaber. And I had forgotten my canon comics history as well as some other canon. So welcome back. That's right. To what did I miss? There's more history to what happened to Yoda's lightsaber than I had remembered. I'd said it was not seen since Revenge of the Sith, and that is not entirely accurate. In the 2017 run of the Darth Vader comic, this is the second one, not the first one, the Empire has this big thing. They collect all of the lightsabers of fallen Jedi in front of the temple, and they destroy them. They burn them. And this includes Yoda's lightsaber held aloft by Masa Meda. And he makes a big point. This was Yoda's lightsaber, his own, this was Grandmaster Yoda's lightsaber, and now we destroy it. And it was this whole big thing. And it was like symbolic. Also, in Yoda's passage in the second volume of From a Certain Point of View, Yoda no longer has the saber and says he'll never wield one again. Another book, a reference book called Complete Locations, claims differently. Within Yoda's hut, there is a box with a lightsaber in it that Yoda rebuilt. So there's something of a convoluted history here and things that don't really connect. But if you want my headcanon, here it is. Here's what I think is actually going on with all of this um, in mind. Let's discount what is said in the Complete Locations book, because as much as we love these books and the reference books and as as well written as they are, the info in them in these amazing books, it's changing all the time. 
the comic scene from Darth Vader is definitely canon, but I'm going to guess that it was not really Yoda's lightsaber that Masameda holds aloft in triumph. In my head, to borrow a line from my favorite Deep Space Nine episode, it's a fake. It's a fake. Mm. It's an extremely powerful lightsaber with a possibly 800-year-old plus or less, give or take, kyber crystal powering it. Palpatine would never destroy that. He would keep it. He would use it. He ha- he loves collecting this stuff. He would try yeah. to turn it, possibly. He'd put it in his awful little collection of stolen crap. My guess is they took another Shoto lightsaber that happened to be green off a different dead Jedi, maybe a kid, said it was Yoda's, and burned that, and then set off some kind of big pyrotechnic that wowed the crowd because it set off a big oh, bang, and everyone's like, okay. wow, that's a one powerful lightsaber. I mean, we, we do know that the Empire loves a good show. So. Yeah, so yeah, they faked okay. it. There's no way Yoda's lightsaber that old. Yeah. There's no way Palpatine would have would have given that up. There's no that way that would have been a trophy. Yeah. He would that would have been right. a trophy. It would have been like a crown piece in his collection. So keeping that in mind, the lines from a certain point of view then make sense, and we'll say that after the battle of Je- and Yoda said, "I'm not going to rebuild it. I'll never hold one again. Never had one in his hut." After the battle of Jakku and the Empire was defeated for good, Luke probably then found Yoda's saber in Palpatine's collection of stolen things when he probably went to do a little browse through the temple again. He found it, took possession of it, and thus he has it here for the scene in chapter six. That's how I'm Hmm. thinking of it. That's okay. my head cannon. Brian, I like this. You think you're going a little too down the rabbit hole there? You're thinking a little bit too much about David S. Pumpkins, you know? I'm just trying to wrap my head around David Pumpkins. What's that going on? <laughs> you think I'm in the weeds with David Pumpkins? <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I think is going on. Like, no. <laughs> but it's Look, very I didn't cool. ask for this. It's been thrust upon me. <laughs> Sometimes uh, way too complicated rabbit hole fan theories are thrust upon you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, this is, this is I big wasn't time. born with it. Maybe yeah. it's Palpatine. <laughs> So thank you to all of the listeners who wrote in about this. I'm joking when it it was an avalanche of of and you're all very nice. You're not like you're wrong, jerk. It's all like, yeah, respectfully. We don't we don't want to tell you you're wrong, but you're wrong. It's um, and it's like uh, if if I if I may um, interject, it was all very, very nice and very respectful. All respectful. Um, Respect. That said, I was wrong. However, no, no. However, just be wrong. Just stand there and you're wrong. This and be wrong and get used to it. And I am officially retiring after this episode. Now, <laughs> that has been What Did I Miss? Now, what say we get into the finale episode itself? Let's. The Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 7, released on Disney Plus on February 9th, 2022, directed by Robert Rodriguez, written by John Favreau, at one hour and 19 seconds, give or take. It's the longest episode of the season, so let's get right into yeah. it with the question, mm. were you satisfied with this season finale? Caitlin and Bush. Yes. I think so. I as long as I am promised a season two of this, I am satisfied. Mm-hmm. Uh, season two, specifically of the Book of Boba Fett, I do not okay. want this to be where this this new era of Boba's life ends. I want to continue along with it. So, yeah. say um, having him pop up in a couple episodes of Mando season three—that's not enough for you. You want another season of the Book of Boba Fett? Yes. And we're already getting the Mandalorian season three, so you want yes. both? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm going to be greedy here. I want them both. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. For, so do I. 
I agree. Yeah. yeah. Matt Romano, same question. Were you satisfied? Were you not entertained? Yes, I was satisfied and I was absolutely entertained. And I agree with Caitlin. I think like if uh, Star Wars is a table, you know, you got Mandalorian as a leg of the table and you got Boba Fett's a leg of the table and Ahsoka's a leg of the table. And then I don't know. You know, that, that that's a metaphor. That's a good running metaphor. out of the table metaphor. But okay. <laughs> there you go. But no, I want to see more Boba Fett. I don't want him to be sidelined and like that's the end of his story. And now he's just kind of a bit player in Mando's world. I want to see him kind of own his own corner of the current Star Wars universe. And I thought this episode was amazing. I thought it was like uh, as close to a Star Wars movie yeah. as we've gotten since Rise of Skywalker. It felt really epic. And like at times I was like, oh, my God, like I'm already paying for this. Like how much money do I got to pay for this? Like, right. oh, like it's, it's, it's part it's of my subscription. This is great. That's the gag. <laughs> Chances the gag. are you bought it already. <laughs> yeah. But I think that the, the entire season, although I will still say that uh, I, I it was bumpy at times, but I think that in the end. The show stuck the landing. It was a super fun ending. And kids are going to lose their minds over this Star Wars, this episode. Oh, my God, yes. We are birthing all new types of Star Wars fans if, with this, if, with this if, stuff. If, if, I may, if I may ask Matt a follow-up question, you, you say it's a, it was, the season was a little bumpy. What, in your in your point of view, was a bump? I Listen, I don't want to rehash what Twitter's already been talking about every single no, second of every single don't. day. Yep. For the, for, for, I'm not going to, but I'm going to say that like I think there's valid criticism with, you know, although we got two really amazing episodes of the Mandalorian in this series, the series could have benefited with spending more time with some of these characters. And I think some moments in the finale would have been more impactful if, you know, you got a little more of like, say, the mods and Fennec Shand, the families of Tatooine. We could have spent more time there. Not saying we needed to do it. I agree. You know, not saying we need to do it, yeah. but I just, I was a fan of the Boba Fett show. Loved everything we got from Mando. Loved it. Yeah. I would never take it away. I think the whole series was great, but I love Boba Fett so much that I could have spent more time with the characters in that show. Yeah. That's it. Not putting what exists down, but just yeah, saying it. I could have also, you know, spent more time with these other characters yeah. to get to know them more. Yeah. That's that's an interesting point of view. It's the, the people that Boba's protecting, the people of Mos Espa, getting yeah. to really care about them a little more. And his crew and these people that he, in this final episode, is is ready to sacrifice his life to to save yeah. them and give them a good life and give them a safe space to to live in and and thrive in. Yeah, and and you're introduced to things that like you know were touched upon earlier in the series like you know this the idea of the the city kids uh, in Mos Espa and then like the country kids of the country kids, desert yeah. kids and can they get along? I want yeah. an entire episode with just those two girls who yeah. like have their moment and then they're like bros afterward. That's yeah. what I, I want an entire episode in season two of the Book of Boba Fett to be about the two of them becoming best friends and maybe girlfriends. I don't know. Absolutely. I think that's I think that's an I think that's an interesting point. I think that for for one thing I was reminded that this was this becoming kind of Mando 2.5, moving that story along, was mm -hmm. always the plan from the minute they announced this. And I had forgotten sure. that. The way it happened was kind of forgotten that it was out of nowhere. For me, at least, looking for this finale, okay, we've just had two episodes that were all over the place and all full of great stuff. But when do we tie back? Is it going to tie up the story of the Book of Boba Fett? Well, this episode stuck that landing really yes. well for me. Absolutely. Time. I agree. Oh, that's why we did all that. Yeah. That's why all of that was in there. That's why. And now we tied back. So we have a scene now between Boba and Mando. It is really powerful. Absolutely. And maybe it wouldn't have been before. I don't know. But with something 
like this, I could have used a like one or two more episodes of of Bobo just spending time with with his companions and with his team and his new family kind of thing. I think that's what has been nagging at me as I've been analyzing this episode throughout everything because we get to see so much more from these characters and now I feel like I'm missing something. I'm missing a piece of the puzzle mm-hmm. that I haven't seen yet. Yeah. I, I'm I'm going to say this, it's it's um for for all of the the grief that Boba Fett the character is getting, I'm I'm just going to say if I if I had before this series and this is not this is not me having a laugh or anything. This is an honest opinion. If I had made, say, someone's asked me for a list of like list some of your favorite Star Wars characters in the whole in in the entirety of the franchise, I would not have said Boba Fett. Same, same. yeah, same. I would absolutely say Boba Fett now. Yes, here, here. I would I absolutely yep. say Boba Fett now. Yep. Because because they made Boba Fett a complex character. They gave him emotions yeah. and and opinions and thoughts, and that is what makes a character good. Yeah. And we'll get to it. And the reasons it's all wrapped up in in a in a final exchange towards the end of the thing. And his final lines with Fennec really for me nailed. I'm like, that's what this is about. That's why I love this so much. And yep. a lot of that, and that's stuff that. Bring it back to a conversation we were having a couple episodes ago would have been completely lost on me as a kid. It's something that only rings true to me now as an adult, having mm-hmm. lived my life the way I have and certain things have happened to me. I identify with certain things about this character that hopefully that I, I never would before because it's not saying the journey's the same. I've never been reborn out of a toothed vagina in the desert, but you know, <laughs> not yet, my friend, not yet, not yet, still <laughs> eligible. And you know, if you were a kid now watching this, you would get something different out of this than you are now as an adult. So, oh, yeah. and that's, that's again, yeah. we return to our, our point of that's the beauty of star Wars is that you can, you can live with it. You can grow with it and you can revisit everything and receive a different message at various parts of your life. Look, it's, yeah. we, it's star Wars. It's weird. It's serious. It's tragic. It's funny. It's, it's, action-packed and then it's a and comedy. it's a romance and it's, it's a comedy it's high it's it's low it's mm-hmm. it's mythic it's freaking trash magazine it's all of that at once and that is great. what star wars is it's all yeah. of it at the same time and all of it is fast loose fancy free and we love it <laughs> but more than anything else it's hot 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 you know what else is hot the smoldering remains of madame garza's sanctuary <laughs> yep now, she didn't make this it guys episode <laughs> is very much you could call it the war of mas espa or the battle of mas espa is really more accurate in case we didn't know boba starts by saying and they're checking out the the burnt husk of of the sanctuary it was brewing it was gathering it was about to break and now the war is here so finally like, it's okay. been brewing for a while <laughs> war has done everything else but actually come and started also i don't we were laying odds last week that madame garza played by jennifer beals made it out of there. Uh, guys, I don't think she did. I don't think she did. No, I said she was dead. I said, I said, you guys sure about no, that? I said, she I, looked I, very dead. I said, I was the one you who said. You did not say it that, that I did. hard. You Play the did tape. Not lay she looked very hard. dead. See, there you go. That, <laughs> that was wasn't the dead. tape. That was you doing a voice. <laughs> I fully believed that uh, that she was going to live and I, I that just, she did not. I, I, I take that I, back. She did. In which case, I'd yeah. say for the casting of Jennifer Beals then in that role, it was for me, it was worth it for her Kersantan moment of her talking Kersantan yes. down. Yeah. And I rewatched. She plays that so well. And you really think it worked. And then, no, and of then course no. it doesn't. She's great. But <laughs> she's the whole, great. And you kind of didn't know what to think. So whether she's 
gone or not, it's, it certainly looks like she's burnt to a crisp. Anyway, Mando <laughs> arrives and he says Freetown is with them. Boba is ready to make their stand at the palace, but the mods, the youths, 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 the four youths convince him to stay there. It's about protecting his people. All of Mas Espa, in a way, is now his tribe. And that's his journey, for me at least, reaching culmination here for now yeah. at the moment. All of Masespa is his tribe, and he's not just going to leave. Cad Bane, meanwhile, meets with the Pikes and Mayor Mok Shaiz. You returned so quickly. Was your venture successful? You won't have to worry about Freetown. The Pikes let it slip that they killed the Tuscan tribe, and they framed the Nikto Speeder Gang. So, shocker. And I kind of get the impression in this moment, like, the way that Cad Bane reacts to this, I can't tell if it's him finding more respect for them than he originally had or him being a little bit uh like losing any respect for them yeah did have like he has a reaction here that i can't place does fett know that it's like first off you did this and they're like no we framed someone else and we did it really well you know that symbol they paint everywhere (laughs) we painted that on one of the tents So he was completely fooled, doofus. Yeah. And they high five each other and run out. Some part of me thinks that like he he was like, oh, you guys like kind of really suck. Don't yeah, you? I, that's an interesting point, Caitlin. I think he'd lose respect. Yeah. It's, it's like, wow, how brave of you. Yeah. What mighty warriors to gun down to probably use laser cannons to gun these these people down. Yeah. Ultimately, though, Caitlin, I think whether loses respect i think he like it's a cocked eyebrow it's like there's something i can use yeah it's like that's information i can use because he now has an idea of how to draw boba out cut to the title the book of boba fett chapter seven in the name of honor mm. i thought that i, I like the title i loved it love it yeah over on Moss Eisley, an X-Wing lands at Pelimato's, who we're never surprised to see anymore and now i'll be surprised if we <laughs> don't see Pelimato anymore can i just say can I just say, you can. M- yes, I'm sorry, I'm on. sorry. MVP of Star Wars right now. Yes. Before we even what get is this? to it. I, I mean, I love Pelimano and I love Amy Sedaris, but what is this? That's I think that if like you were this. to turn her baseball card around in stats and you compare it to other Star Wars characters, she's batting with the best average. You know? She's so cool. There's not a minute of Pelimato that's not fantastic. I think she's great, but I also think, Census at the Ready, you're out of your f- mind. <laughs> All right, saying continue. Something we'll like get that. to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> Do you know how many other characters there are in Star Wars? There's that's so right. Pelimano. There, there are a few characters that I am as absolutely delighted by every delighted. second that she is that's, on the screen. Yes, I, I that's agree. the word. Yep. But, mm-hmm. but bat, whatever your sports analogy was, the same as <laughs> as higher than all of the others. I mean, yeah, she's we'll great. get to it. She has we'll a moment in this episode. Oh, we'll get she's to it. She's not. We'll she's no Cleeg Lars. So okay. she's preparing oh. for this to be like an officer of the Republic. Yeah. Then she she says that and the traffic cops. But no, it's an ace Luke's X wing flown by R two. And who's inside? It's Grogu. She learns his name, apologizes to him for it, and sees that he has the armor on under his clothes. The chainmail shirt. What do you have here, huh? Something shiny. Well, look at you all fancy. He chose his dad. Or did did he? We don't know that he chose. All we know is that he has it. This is interesting because we don't see the, the end of that scene is we don't see him point to the to the chainmail. All we know is that he's there with the armor. Yep. I think he chose his dad. I was thinking about this a lot this week about this scene with Luke because if was Luke for real 
or is this some kind of test? And thinking, because I thought more about it after our discussion, and Luke's whole journey is filled with attachment, and that is something that Dave Filoni has talked himself about. He knows about it. He went to save Han and Leia against the wishes of Yoda and Obi-Wan. He's able to redeem Anakin, all of it because of attachment, and it seems that Mando, Mando's whole way of loyalty would be something that he would adapt into his teachings rather than revert back to the stodgy Jedi dogma, something that he never followed anyway because his training was so unusual. Mm. So whatever the deal is with this, but then he thinks of his father, who Ahsoka probably told him about, is like, yeah, well, here's what attachment can also do. It put your father in that position that he had to then get him out of. So whatever the deal is, we'll likely find out in another series, but all we know for sure is that Grogu has the armor. And that he's with his dad again. Yeah, whatever the story is, Grogu obviously isn't saying anything. But <laughs> I, are, are we happy that Gro- that Grogu is, is, is wearing that armor? Yes. He looks so handsome. He's so tiny and handsome. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy he made the right choice. And he's back with us. And it was great that R2 flew him in the X-Wing. That was great. I just hope we didn't rush through this. I really hope we get to see yeah. the we choice were. and we get a flashback or something. That's the thing. We'll see what actually happened. Yeah. Whether it was a test. Whether Maybe that's me reading too much into it. But it's yeah. like, that's not the last time we'll see Hamill. That's not the last time we'll see that temple. It resets kind of the status quo for Mando. Like not to get like yeah. jump to the end. And we'll talk about it. But. You know, he's kind of just, yeah. he's got Grogu back and here we go. We're back to the Mando and Grogu yeah. show. He's got the best car. He's got the baby. He's got the best car. He's, he's got, got the, the dark saber. He's got the magazine internship. Din Djarin has no problems. <laughs> Tune in next year. All right. Anyway, for Grogu's return with the armor, cannon, cannon, fire. Back at the sanctuary, the Major Domo and 8D8 are there now. And, and oh, man, I'm so thankful the Major Domo is back. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. He actually, he kind of won me over in this episode. He really did. Come <laughs> what on. A bit, what a great bit character. What a great character. Is, is he uh, hitting the field goals as much as uh, as much as Pelimato, Matt? Or is... <laughs> you know what? I mean, we're, I, I hate to say it again. We're going to get to it. But if there is one couple... On planet Earth, that is the people are rooting for more. It's Pelimato <laughs> and the mayor's major there, domo. I'm sorry. There is no way what you just said is true. There is no way what you just <laughs> said is true. <laughs> I mean, true. I agree. I agree that they're a potentially interesting couple, but there's no way that they're the most popular ship couple on, on all of planet Earth. Listen, I haven't had one hot take on this show come to fruition the entire season. No, you're, I got you're everything zero. wrong. To use, to everything wrong. Sports. I was batting zero. How's that Jawa, Jawas coming together? How'd that work out? Yeah, the Jawas. Nobody came. The, the, no Tatooine United. <laughs> Not nobody even came close. The same uh, Whiff. The, the mayor. The mayor Wait, the mayor's major domo didn't no, die. No, I was wrong on that. He survived the whole show. He didn't die. This is going well. Uh, Madame Garza wasn't behind everything. I thought she was behind everything. She wasn't. She's dead now. Uh, I thought Max Rebo was behind everything. No, you didn't. Probably not. Wasn't him. <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought Boba Fett was a ghost the whole time. Oh he wasn't. He was alive God. the whole time. Okay. <laughs> I was wrong on so many things. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Wow. But the mayor's major domo loved him. I mean, great character. Caitlin wasn't wrong when she said people are shipping Mando and Luke because take one visit to Tumblr. That's right. It's still it's still kicking. Tumblr, TikTok, I was I, right. Nobody said that you weren't. I'm, right. I'm always right about fandom weird just putting that out there. That's on Caitlin's business card. Fandom and weird. F- weird fandom. Yeah. 
I, I was just like, okay, she's right, but she's really right. And I was like, really? She's really right. I was like, of course. Yeah, man. They're two hot people. People are going to ship them. It happens to me and hot people all the time. Um, sure. Except yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Fennec's laying it out and says they, their treaty with the other families is intact, but just in case, the Gamorians are keeping an eye on the Clatoonians. Chrysanthemum is watching the trash Doshans in front of City Hall, and two mods are watching the Aqualish as two other mods drive around and watch over all of it. Cad Bane arrives out in the street there to negotiate on behalf of the Pikes. And Boba goes out, Boba and Fennec go out to greet him. And here's some good lines. Got to call out this line in particular, because this is a Star Wars classic. Boba says, I don't negotiate with gutless murderers. And Cad Bane responds, If that's not the quack to call in the stifling slimy. <laughs> they are, these are they're coming a mile a minute now. You used to have to wait for like ten years to get another Ooh. Star Wars saying. You get it every episode. Now. Every episode. This isms. Every episode. Every episode. Are you not entertained? I'm sorry. Between the OT and the PT, all we had were Timothy Zahn and West End Games, and we loved them, and they were brilliant. But that was it. We didn't have a show like this every week. So recognize when you've been given a gift. Wow. Yep. Am I wrong? You're not. You're not wrong. Anyway. So anyway. Okay, Rand's over. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That man is gone now. That man's gone now. It's gone. It's gone. Okay. Now, he then tells Boba what he did to Vanth. And we think from this point on that Vanth is dead. Hmm? Come on. He then says, just let the spice flow, but Boba refuses. It's Boba's war on drugs. Boba doesn't like the spice trade. It's how Jabba made his money. He's not about that. He will only negotiate with the head of the Pikes, and then Bane lets it slip accidentally. You mean the one that massacred your Tuscan family and blamed it on a speed bike gang? Now that he is Boba emotional, Bane wants to finish their standoff right here. Fennec, thankfully, calms Boba down, much like Caitlin Ambush does for me in real life all the time. Says, oh, yeah. look, you're emotional, and then says, we need to adjust. You'll have your moment. Does it with this cocky little... Don't worry, you'll, yeah. you'll get him. She's like, she's point. like, we'll get him. Don't worry. Full faith in Boba, wouldn't you say, Caitlin and Bush? Absolutely. Their their partnership is rock solid. They are best friends. Most important member of Boba's new tribe, Fennec Shand. Agree, Caitlin? Of course. Absolutely, right? of course. Without a doubt. Matt Romano, I, I I shudder to ask, but would you agree? Absolutely. She sits on the throne with him. She gets to sit on the edge. She gets. She has prime real estate in the throne room. She is the leading lady. That's right. all I know tonight. You would have gone with a different answer. So I'm just, you know, just. <laughs> well, just, we'll get to. Just we'll get in. to it. We'll get to it. We're feeling no, chaotic. I, I'm, I'm. I'm guessing that we are in fact not going to get to it. Okay. <laughs> it's worth mentioning here also that Fennec, if we remember, knows Cad Bane. We watched them fight not too long ago on Bad Batch in yeah. animated form. Mm-hmm. So. They'll and they'll we'll probably see them meet again, probably in animated form as well for yeah. reasons. Yeah. Boba doesn't take the bait and he terminates negotiations. Bane, like most of the internet, tells Boba that he's gone soft in his old age. Bane then leaves and Betrayal begins, written by Harold Pinter and starring Rachel Weiss and Daniel Craig, except not really. <laughs> the, but betrayal does happen. The Aqualish attack the mods. Kersantan is in trouble from the Trandoshans who pin him down. The Gamorians are in trouble from the Clatoonians who fight, but they go over the cliff. And for a second, ah. I'm like, they could be all right. And then they fell really no, far. Terrible. So I feel really bad far. for these. These guys have 
loyal from the beginning. Me too. Come on. Loved them. And you were the one at the beginning, Matt, who who wasn't into them, but you've turned around. I, no, I was into them. I was saying they looked great and in shape compared. Oh, you, that's right. You yeah. fat shame. <laughs> Thank you. Matt Romano loves nothing more than fat shaming Gamora. I just say they look great. Oh, my God. They look like they've been in the gym. He yeah. does. Oh. All right, anyway. You just did it again. I'm not shaming anyone. You are, I though. compliment someone for, you know, taking care of Look, their bodies. We will not, we will not disrespect yeah. these We're not gonna... warriors. He already is, all right, Caitlin. All right, all right. Uh, okay, they anyway, they, they died. Funeral. They're dead. Both of them are dead, so you can be happy with that. At least they died thin. Right, Matt? <laughs> yeah, they did. At least they died on diets. If you gotta go, go skinny. Let's take that all of that out, please. No, we, no, we? keep all of it in. It. That's what Spotch can I'm, I'm the one that's on the on the the rack. <laughs> I'm the one that's on the Okay, for the deaths of the two Galleon Gamorians, Cannon Cannon Fire. And once again, uh, quitting right after this episode. <laughs> Fennec speeds off to Pike Control Pike Central, which is in Moss Eisley. On the way, she saves the mods by sniping everyone shooting at them. Dresh thanks her, and Fennec has a great line. She says, Manners. I like it. You're welcome. And in that moment, she won like a disciple. Like, this girl is going to follow her around for the rest of her goddamn life. That is interesting. So, do you think next time we see Dresh, she's going to have an orangey helmet and a ponytail? And I think think she's just like, she's going to be like, Finnick's going to take this girl under her wing. She's going to be like, you are my apprentice now. I am going to teach you everything about how to be a badass. And she's just going to be super. So, not single Fennec female, but. (laughs) Actual, like I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna mentor you now, and and you're not gonna be going around with a cap gun this anymore. Is like, sh- she is her mom now. She's her cool aunt, you know. Well, and don't forget, Fennec is a mod. Like she's kind of like an OG yeah. mod. She's got a cool thing going on inside her. Like she's one of them. Yeah, man. You know, you almost had me, and then you said she's got a cool thing going on inside she her. She does. Then, she's got then, those then, things in her and stomach. And then you had me. Then you had me even more because metaphorically and literally, you are correct. That's right. I'm back on the Matt Romano <laughs> thank train. You, thank you. Finally. In case I had haven't said it um, enough, happy birthday. Oh, thanks. Now, a lot. so the youths <laughs> are uh, are dealing, and this was so satisfying. I love a good. Fennec kills everyone scene. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> and we really. So I, I mean, there've been there've been a couple on this show, but this one was really satisfying because you, 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 do, you don't see her, but you know where the bolts are coming from. And there's yeah. two in this anyway. Manners, I like it. The Pikes show up to the sanctuary. Boba tells Mando to leave, but Mando won't, and this surprises Boba. Because he's used to the people he works with, bounty hunters, they cut and run. All of the other gotras turned on them. Mando and Boba agree that it's the smart move. The smart move would be for you to hightail it out of here. Boba says, I suppose you'll be heading out. But he says he won't. He says, I'm not. You should. It's against the creed. I gave you my word. I'm with you until we both fall. And Boba himself won't leave Mos Espa or the people of Mos Espa behind. And again, I, I, I think this is not the Boba we once knew. This is not, it's also not Boba being weak. This is strong. I like the Boba. This is, this is strength. This is, this is the, the strength of compassion. That follows through, that stands up and protects people. People like Cad Bane and others, that is not a weakness. That is strength. Mm. That is the, 
it's not the definition of strength. The definition of strength is being able to lift a boulder over your head, right? Right, Matt, isn't it? Right, but yeah, it's sure. it's definitely it's it's <laughs> it's strong. It's the opposite of weakness. Yeah. Good lines here. Mando says, "Okay, then we'll both die in the name of honor." And yeah. Boba says, "You sure you want to stay?" This is the way. Bros, just bros, Mando bros, you know? Yeah. Good stuff. Matt, Matt Romano, for a second, did you think <laughs> Boba was going to say this is the way back to him? Oh, you know, I, I don't think I did. No, because he's he's too cool for that stuff. I didn't. Boba's too cool. Boba's like Mando's older brother. He's going to be like, you should drop the this is the way. You should stop saying it. People That's, think it's weird. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you sound lame. Caitlin yeah. and Bush, did you think for a second there was a chance that Boba was going to... He he, Mando was putting a lot on the line here. I'm thinking he'll throw him one. It's like, okay, I'll say your catchphrase. Uh, I really didn't think so. I think it's it's Boba respects that this is what Mando's thing is, but at the same time, like we're seeing this this uh, this separation of Mando from his cult currently. Yeah, like we know that this is the way it comes from this cult. Boba probably has no idea what the hell is going on with that. He says that and he's like, all right, dude, cool. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, bro. I think it, don't, I think it comes from that. I don't think it has to stay there, though. I think he can transform it into, you know, loyalty, solidarity. I think he can, like, reclaim. I think he can reclaim it. Yeah, into something positive and not brainwashing. Um, both of them are being noble, honorable, as the title would suggest, acting in, in not in the name of honor, but in the way of just being good people of service. And I would say... Neither. This is where their journeys are parallel for me, because neither of them are who they once were. Would you think, for example, that Boba in Empire Strikes Back would do this or that season one premiere Mando would do this? Not at all. No. No. Yeah. We've seen we've seen these these two grow. That's that's the growth that I think we've talked about about a million times so far. They got some Grogu, you know, there been some Grogu going on. (sighs) Oh, man. Okay. The major domo who attended, hey. who attended <laughs> quote unquote, finishing academy, which made me that line made me think of you, Caitlin, immediately for some reason. I'm like, I this bet she thinks that's is, funny. He's he's I, I thought it, I I cringed the whole freaking time. I he's is, would you say he's cringe? No cap. I don't know what that means. Uh, but Is that a thing? It, you used it correctly. Did I? Oh. Is that how, yeah. that's what the youths say? Youths. Youths. That's what the youths, the youths would say. Now that's the one with email, right? Um, so anyway, the major domo, he offers to negotiate and Boba writes down his offer and the major domo really should have read it beforehand because he struts out. Oh, I love it. And here's the we offer. We all knew that it was, we all knew that it was going <laughs> to yeah. be. He reads like, it and then he looks, over, he's right? like, um, yeah. uh, I should have read this first. And they're like, go ahead, read it. And the offer is as follows. Nothing. Uh, You will leave this planet and your spice trade. If you refuse these terms, the arid sands of Tatooine will once again flourish with flowered fields fertilized with the bodies of your dead. Like, Boba's a poet. Boba's a poet. Yeah, poet. His words. (laughs) Also, he got, he wrote all of that down in that very short amount of time. Yeah, he He just came up with that. (laughs) Uh, It's just a little, little ditty off the top of my head. You know, such alliteration comes naturally to me as well. Among their battle training, we program each clone with alliteration with many more well on the way. Um, No, but it's pretty much you, you get nothing. You lose. 
Good day, sir. And with that, Boba and Mando jetpack out and starts. And this is where action Epic. kicks in, and they start screwing up everybody. Blasters from the sky. They land and they're shooting everyone up. Boba and Mando shooting in tandem. Many of Boba's tricks are finally being used, and I love to see yeah. it. Including oh, one time he shoots his hand blaster and his knee at the same time. At the the same knee goes time. one way, the hand blaster goes the other way, and I was like. All seven episodes worth it for that alone. Am I an easy <laughs> yes. mark? Yes, I don't care. And Mando's firing off whistling birds. They're using everything. And I'm like, also, it's really good they both have Beskar because they get shot many, many times. So many times. Yeah, and a lot of they times. They both get pinned down. And then in come the people of Freetown on a couple of yeah. loaded up speeders and they get some cover. Mando apologizes about the Marshal and W. World Brown, the weak way bartender, who they really have to give a name at some point, says yeah. they gunned yeah. him down in cold blood and the planet deserves better. Does it? Question for another day. In come the mods. <laughs> the youths have hit the scene, continuing with the shooting. And then some pikes go flying. And it turns out Kersantin is there as well, just throwing them, shooting them, everything. He gets <laughs> shot and stabbed a, so around 65 times. <laughs> and he just doesn't stop. He never falters. And then Boba and then Boba and Mando run out and Boba, like, saves him and brings him back into the fold. Yeah, they and, keep saving and him and he covering keeps him. running back out and then saving him. It's like, dude, you, you've been wounded a hundred in a hundred different places. We can't yes. see the blood because of the fur, but... I don't want to be that guy. I don't oh, want to be that but guy. You're so but I, was, I was questioning blasters <laughs> this whole episode. The effect It's just like, a lot of people get shot up pretty bad. You know, and and still it's walking. Video game, but it's anyway. video game action movie like rules. Yeah, know? yeah. Where where is somebody controlling a controlling a mythical beast with a force? You don't question that at all. <laughs> no. Hey, listen, we're not going to get into specifics. Oh, let's get into what? Okay. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to try that again? Well, what else were you going to say, Matt? <laughs> but my note for this scene was, oh, I don't know if this this makes sense, but my note for this scene was, now this is pod racing. That was my note. That's what I wrote down. I was watching this scene. That's sober was, earlier. That's sober what you wrote earlier. Down. Sober and part of you was like, oh, yeah, this, this is going to kill. Raising. This is going to kill. This is pod this is gold, Jerry. It, this is gold, Jerry. Gold. But it was. But it was. It's it was Star so Wars. I'm not, I'm not talking so about awesome. the scene is awesome, but I'm talking about your yeah. writing that line. <laughs> yeah, that was my gold. I was like, this, this is going to kill. I'm going to pull the sound bite. Everybody's going to love it. Yeah. I don't. I'm excited. Okay. Cheers, cheers, Matt. <laughs> yeah, cheers. Cheers, cheers, Caitlin. Sorry, I'm sorry. Look it up. Right. Boba says, "I owe you a nice long soak in the back to tank when this is done." The threat is seemingly over, and everyone cheers, but not so fast. Mando's thermal picks up these droid spider things moving toward them, and there are two of them Horrible. we see so far. Big. Big ass spider gun droids with shields. They look like the next generation of droidicas uh, yep. from um, yeah. the Separatist. Yep. And we learn later. Scorpion droids. Scorpionek droids, actually. Scorpionek droids. Oh, okay. I wrote that down very specifically because okay. I was I, my immediately I was just like, oh, good droidicas. Yeah. Like super, super. Yeah. There are no match great. for Scorpionek droids. <laughs> yeah. I guess not. No. So your 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 main lady, Peli Mato, names them for us later. So for Scorpionek droids, cannon, cannon, fire. And they are formidable because they've got these shields 
And none of them think to do the old... I, I think they're immune to the Rex reach through and fire that we see in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's the slow... Unlike in Dune, the slow knife ain't going to penetrate these shields because nothing gets through. Boba even fires when his rocket right at them. No dice. Everyone runs as Boba and Mando jetpack up. They keep trying their tricks. They try the flamethrower. Mando even brings out the Darksaber. He can't get through the shields. Neither kinetic weapons nor energy weapons will get through. And can I just take this moment to say, Din Djarin seriously needs someone to train him with the Darksaber. Because he, he needs sucks. It. He's <laughs> so yeah. bad using the oh, lightsaber. He sucks. He's so bad at it. Like he's su- Matt Romano could do a better job with it right now. Hey, oh, get out of here. You could. That's what I just said. Time at Luke's. Yeah, at it's Luke's like you should Jedi. go to the school. Uh, you should go yeah. to the school. It's like there's only so I many do. people. Maybe they will. Uh, in Mando season three. I mean, he needs the help, clearly. Oh, yeah. wow. Has this whole idea of this episode backfired? Um, Bob- I apologize. Boba yeah. says we need reinforcements. Mando says he's run out of friends. Boba says to protect the others, and he jetpacks away. And we're thinking, uh, there's one friend that he hasn't seen yet. We mm. haven't seen the episode yet. I don't know who it's going to yeah. be. Mando keeps running and criff me upright. <laughs> This is this is why it's so serious one minute and then hilarious. This episode was hilarious the next. It's so because uprides so Peli Motto in one of those droid pulled rickshaws. She's like Mando, boy, have I got a the surprise ones, for the you? Ones that, the ones that yeah. Anakin and Padme yeah. took a romantic the, ride in. Okay, like his, we so we saw yeah. them in in chapter three. They're back and. And he sees the. She then sees the huge Scorpionic screams her head off. And turns the the thing oh, around. So now they're racing this droid pulled rickshaw down the street. Mando is on the back, and she chooses now. In meanwhile, <laughs> we cut away to the Freetown folk and the mods getting pinned down, and they start to work together with the city folk and desert folk working together, as you mentioned, CMB. But then we're back to the rickshaw, and in the middle of all this, Pelly just pulls back a blanket. It's like, guess who's here? And it's yeah. Grogu who <laughs> leaps, crazy. who leaps right. It looked like there's no jump uh, right at Mando. Caitlin and Bush. Rate this hug. Oh, it's the best Star Wars hug that's ever existed. You think? Yes, yes, it is. I Caitlin. think it is. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's the best Star Wars hug. I I almost started crying. I'll be honest. I was com- I was completely sober. It was the middle of the workday. I was eating lunch, and uh, I I almost started crying. It was so good. It was so cute. It was so precious. Ma- and Mando's happy to see him, and he's like, "Look, I'm happy to see you too." Okay. A lot but of things like to process, kind of in a bind but I, I gotta right say, now. it's like I was of all the ways I pictured this reunion. It was not on the back of the episode two droid pulled rickshaw speeding down the street, <laughs> uh, but I guess it's happening. So we'll take the win. Uh, and, and I love you, but and he also sees that Grogu has the armor, and he's just like, "Hey, that's the shirt. You got the shirt. You got the shirt. You got the shirt, buddy. Wearing it. You got the shirt. It's like you got my gift." I will also note that later on, Pelimato calls Mando. Grogu's old man. Like, yeah. she just acknowledges that, like, this is your dad. Like, this is uh, your... Yes. He is, is now. This kind of solidifies it. And and yeah. it, in this moment, she says the Force f- works in mysterious ways, and boy, does it. The droid pulling the rickshaw then gets blasted, and the rickshaw lurches forward, and everyone tumbles out, and it almost goes slow-mo. And this is why yeah. this... I loved 
this entire shot, and this is, I'm like, Robert Rodriguez, I loved what you he did in this shot, because you got pit droids over here, Amy Sedaris here, Mando <laughs> flying out, and slow-mo uh, catching Grogu, and turning yes. around at the same time. Between that and the he saves his baby. insane look on Amy Sedaris's face, jet between him and jetpacking out of there with Grogu, they land and Pelimato spits out a tooth. <laughs> this is this is the moment. I was gonna say uh, <laughs> for our for for listeners uh, every week the the video chat that we use to speak to one another. Uh, <laughs> Matt and I usually choose like themed names to the week to to the week. Yes, Mr. Silliman over here is usually using BPS. Because he's classy like that. Uh, yeah. Matt, yeah. today, I will say, is Peli Motto's tooth, <laughs> which just made my day. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This was my favorite moment of the episode. This was the, the, the talk, hardest. Talk to us about it, Matt. I'm sorry. This was the hardest I've ever laughed at Star Wars. This is the, the most really? joy. I think there's no joke in Star Wars ever. That made me laugh as hard but as Amy the moment. Sedaris spitting a tooth out in yes, the monsters. This is comedy. This is comedy on multiple levels. Okay, now, well, you let's never break down the levels for us. Okay, so you got this character right, who is just prone to accidents and just like Best there's ever been. You know, from what slapstick I hear. comedy. Yeah. Okay, you know this is a horrible example, and maybe I'll probably cut it later. But you ever see the movie Spy? Spy's great. No, Spy. I love Spy. Spy is a great movie. Great it's, movie. I love the movie. It's Spy. a deeply. It's a deeply underrated movie. Deeply underrated movie. Where'd you get that suit? Made it, didn't <laughs> so there's a scene where like she goes to this fancy party, Melissa McCarthy's character, <laughs> and she's like in this dress and they bring her out to the alley and she like passes out and falls down. And if you listen closely, change, you can hear change hitting the ground, like fall <laughs> hitting the ground. <laughs> Which is just like beautiful comedy because she's all dressed up, but they're trying to tell you that she's still like carrying around pennies. You she's know, like, a like she's still, still a person <laughs> with never, like she's never like before. <laughs> right? Oh, oh it's it's, my, it's the funniest part of the movie. It's the funniest part of the movie. I'm gonna have to rewatch that now and catch that. There's actually a Star Wars yeah. connection in that movie because Rose Byrne, who's hilarious in it, oh yeah, played yes. Dorme in Attack of the Clones. Yes. So there good. you go. Exactly. And as she That's says in that movie, she says my favorite line in that movie. This ends now. Yeah, yeah. So, but so Pelimato is the same way that like it's just, it's like a slapsticky moment that speaks so much to her character. Of course she loses her tooth. Yeah. Mando got shot 50 times. Pelimato loses a tooth because she <laughs> fell off the the, the, the rickshaw. The, like, the, the rickshaw I droid. Didn't, you know? I didn't know for I thought she was maybe spitting out her gum. I was like, was that a tooth? No, it, and it, it then was like she smiles. I was like, no, that was a tooth. And a big <laughs> one. Lost, that like, was a like a, a front tooth so too. Funny. Now, here's the and, question, yeah, and that's it. Matt Romano. What do you think, what material is she going to get that tooth replaced with? See, I'm so glad you asked Brian Silman, <laughs> yeah. because she's going to the mod shop I right after this. I we're going there. <laughs> she's getting, like, some Wi-Fi put up there. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, just get all going to have a little blaster that can come out of the tooth that's... Yep. Oh, you're damn right. Yeah. Let me tell you, if you were Jawa, you're a lucky Jawa right now, because it's going to get weird. You know, let me just tell you that. When it's, when it's late night. Or if you're the major domo when the two of them inevitably hook up. <laughs> or the major domo when they end up together. It's going to get weird for everybody right. when, it, when, it gets, yep. uh, when, it gets, when things get quiet, when the lights get low, when it's time for a little something I like to call romance. Better be careful when she flosses, too. But anyway, <laughs> yes. so th all of this happens. This happens in Star Wars. This cannon cannon fire. All of this happens. 
<laughs> and as if the and I'm already running high. I was like, how could anyone not enjoy this? And, and then that's like, something what better happens. Yeah, so and I'm fun. like, what is wrong with this? What is there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with this. Nothing. Anyway, <laughs> at nothing. least at least But for me, it's like, uh, what's not to love? I'm, I was having a having a ball. And then and I was inspired. So it's you know two for two. And then we hear roaring. And of course, and I'm like, know. I'm like, oh, dream of dreams. It's Which what has Brian true. been saying for weeks now? At least one week I've what, been saying it. <laughs> what? No, no, you've been saying it for several weeks. <laughs> a, a, a lot Mr. of people Silliman, have. I, Mr. Silliman, I, I tip my hat to you. Uh, excellent call. Just beautiful. I'm just going to accept it. Thank you, Kate. My name yeah. is Call yeah. something very obvious, but yeah, he, he got no, it. No, call something very obvious. <laughs> it's the Rancor, and Boba is writing it. Mind blown. For that moment, for that entrance, and then everything that proceeds to happen. Because this, if this didn't already feel like a movie, it does after this. And I'm so glad that all three of us are on. We don't really check in about what we all think before this. I'm glad that we all appreciate, at the very least, appreciate this episode. Except for like last week when I was watching it and we also happened to be texting and I was just like swearing at you guys as I was, but most of the time, I think the three of us, we, we save our reactions for each other until we record. Usually you swear at us over text and you don't have Star Wars on. And there's no Star Wars. It's just me. We're talking about other things. Now the Rancor with Boba riding it, it bears repeating, smashes up one of the Scorpinex immediately. Mando then goes out and sparks up the Darksaber. The shields on the second weaken a little bit with the pounding from the Rancor. It gets shot at, um, it gets a shot off, rather, at the Rancor. But Mando cuts it up with the Darksaber. It's, he's through the shield a little bit, but he's still not, there's no shield, and he's cutting it, stabbing it with the Darksaber, and he's still doing it badly. He takes his sweet-ass time yeah. killing this thing. Anakin Skywalker through the shield with that with any lightsaber. Two swings, if not one. Yeah. Well, he's, one, he's learning. He's getting there. He's you know. learning. No excuse. This is why he needs... He needs <laughs> Learn <Amanda>. faster. <laughs> Our, our sweet den, he needs yeah. to take some, some basic lessons with Luke Skywalker. Caitlin, if, can I sidebar with you for a moment? Of course. Um, I have heard, and I know that you are a fan of this war of this word. And you, we once had a discussion. It feels like forever ago. But you asked me mm-hmm. who in Star Wars is a quote unquote himbo, and my response was, uh, "Well, who's a himbo?" Because <laughs> I didn't know the term. I, I thought it was like, it's "Ah, like, yes, I, I know the pre- term mimbo from yes. Seinfeld." Hey, Tony. Um, <laughs> I remember that, but I didn't know what a himbo was. And you told me, and we were thinking of Star Wars himbos. And we, we couldn't really think of that many. Would you say that Din Djarin is a himbo? I think the fandom version of Din Djarin is a himbo. Absolutely. The memes of him, I, yes. yeah. I do not think that the canon version of... I think Din is a... He's a very intelligent person, and you have to just be a big dumb to be a himbo. Yeah. I think Din is very intelligent. I think he's just out of his depth. He here. just got this thing. He just doesn't know what to do with this new this new weapon. Honestly, yeah. any of the three of us would would cut ourselves on this thing. Oh Moment my god, one. we would be useless. Oh yeah, yeah, come on. So, okay. I was just curious what your thoughts are cuz I of don't course. think he is either. No. The fanon version of Din Djarin is a himbo. The canon version is not. There you go. The himbo lying on the bench that the this that that the android that nobody paid for um made for him. Right, Matt? He's a beefcake. He's a beefcake. He is a beef. No, he is, he is a beefcake. He's, yeah, he's a beefcake. I, I don't know what that means, but yeah, he's, 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 he's certainly hot to trot. I'll say that. I, I wouldn't throw him out of bed for eating a baby. Anyway, there you go. So 
it's not done yet, though. He tosses the the Scorbinek tosses Mando off and goes to nail him. But Grogu steps out and uses the force to remove what must be a pivotal bolt from one of its legs. Mando then gets out of there. But before the big droid can recover, the Rancor is back, smashing it, has it in his arms. And I love this. He's got it. He's got two sides of it. And Boba gives us a do it. Meanwhile, everyone else is working together to take out more pikes and another Scorpionek. But then in smashes Boba and the Rancor. The droid is smashed. The rest of the pikes run. But that droid, actually, that droid is not done. Rancor slash Boba versus Scorpionek brawl. And this is Boba's shooting from the bank of back of the Rancor while this is going on. The, the Rancor gets shot and stabbed multiple times, much like multiple Hassan's times. Multiple. But he keeps on going. He never stops, never stopping. Eventually defeats this thing. But this is so satisfying. Creature versus robot of roughly the same size. The Pikes are on the run. Mando and Peli are on the scene. Peli meets the Major Domo and, as we've said, become friends, maybe lovers. <laughs> Boba and the Rancor <laughs> then proceed to go on a rampage. One Pike gets lifted up and blasted. <laughs> he lifts him up for Bo- Boba it's shoot. so epic. Boba shoots. One of them just gets thrown really far away. <laughs> he picks up and thrown. One and of them, of course. there's a little scream. I'm pretty sure there's like a little scream, yeah, which too, it, that it goes a, along with why? it. Why? It's great. <laughs> there was a Wilhelm scream. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was a classic Star Wars Wilhelm in, scream. In classic fashion, one of them, of course, goes right in the Rancor's mouth. And everything is so much fun. And of course, old man Cad Bane walks up. And when did this happen where Cad Bane walking in stops the fun for me? Um, but in a, in a good way, it's like, okay, <laughs> the, the, now they're the, screwed the again. The stomach drop that you kind of feel in that moment. Yeah, because they're winning, right? And Cad Bane struts yeah. in. It's like, what trick is he going to play? Um, yeah. Bane walks up, shoots flames. Boba falls off the Rancor's back, shoots more flames. And Cad Bane scares off the Rancor. The Rancor runs away from Cad Bane. That is something, isn't it? I think Cad Bane probably, like, you know, has been around the block and knows how to deal with the Rancor. And and, and blasted out the fire. It was like, yeah, I know fire scares Rancor. Dare I say, he's run up against a Rancor named Moochie, who will see this in Bad Batch Season 2. Moochie Watch, it's back. Cad Bane versus Moochie. <laughs> there you go. I, you got there. I was I was trying to set you up That's for it. my you prediction for Bad yeah. Batch Season 2. Hot take. We haven't, we haven't used a hot take alarm Sound yet. Sound it. Cad Bane versus Moochie. <laughs> the rematch go. everyone wants to see. Yeah. <laughs> and he learns that fire scares Wait, them. Wait, ES1 is dead? <laughs> Oh no! But this is one. He scares it off. But 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 Caitlin ambush. Question for you. This is one tough rancor. I love this rancor. I want this 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 creature to be a part of our our menagerie. I want. A, I I have decided. I want a rancor uh, at Starbender Base. Well, Ryan. I'll see what I can do. Oh wow! I, D- I know. I think, for next season. I think we. I think we deserve <laughs> amongst us to befriend a baby rancor. Uh, at least one of them. We've made friends have, with pretty much it. every other creature, so I can. I'll, I'll make that happen. I have a perfect room in the base where you can visit and take wonderful. care of them, and we can give a rancor a beautiful, wonderful life. Yeah, it's now Aww, they're going to send us three, and you're going to have to pick one, and the other two get sent to a farm. 
So. Or we adopt all three of them. Or each of us gets a Rancor to ride in a battle. You get a Rancor. You get a Rancor. Yes. The three of us and three Rancors on a subterranean base. That spells success. But I'll get the runt, <laughs> and it will symbolize that I am the, the, the wolf of the pack. You're, that will you're trying to do a Jon Snow thing here because it's not working. <laughs> I had to help you. The I, I had to carry okay. so much of that weight <laughs> if that was what you were doing. I don't know who it was. I don't know. It was nothing. Okay, anyway. That's what it was. It was nothing. <laughs> okay, now Boba and Cad face off again. And here's the big scene for me, at least, what the whole show is about, really. Cad Bane references knowing Boba a long time and can't figure. I can't figure out your angle. And it is only here that I noticed that when Boba came back on the Rancor, he had his gaffy stick on his back. Yep. Boba says, this is my city. These are my people. I will not abandon them. And Bane says- It's not an angle. Like, it's not an yeah, angle. It's not this an angle. Just it's now. just, this is me. This is who I've become. And Cad Bane says, Like the Tuscans. Don't toy with me. I'm not a little boy any longer. And you are an old man. I'm still faster than you. Boba says, that may be, but I have armor. And Bane says, let's find out. And they draw. And unfortunately, Cad gets the shot on him twice. Because Boba tries to get yeah. up again, gets it on him twice. He's still, Cad Bane is a fast gun. If we remember in Bad Batch, he outdrew Hunter. And that was so many years before this. So out, he has a thing for outdrawing clones, I suppose. Yeah. Pivotal lines here. Cad Bane says, you gave it a shot. You tried to go straight, but you've got your father's blood pumping through your veins. You're a killer. This isn't the first time I beat you out on a job. There's no shame in it. Rips his helmet off. Says, consider this my final lesson. Look out for yourself. Anything else is weakness. He's about to shoot, but nope, because Boba pulls a fancy move. His gaffy stick is out in a flash. He's up, swings it, disarms Bane, and Bane says, I knew you were a killer. And Boba stabs him through the chest with yeah. the gaffy stick that he got from the Tuscan tribe. And Boba lies there dead, eyes open in the street, hatless. Cad Bane dead. Cannon, cannon, fire. I was not... Uh, it, it, it's appropriate that it is Boba Fett who is the one to kill Cad Bane. Yeah. It, it feels right. And even though Cad Bane is clearly the aggressor in this situation, he is the bad guy, it still feels weird that Cad Bane is dead. Yeah, we just got him. We just got him in live action. I know. This is what always was going to happen in the Clone yeah. Wars had they done this. It's just now later on, way down the timeline. And as we said last week, it does open possibilities for Cad Bane to pop up in Kenobi, for all we know. Um, yeah. As much as I love Cad Bane, this is just, I feel like this is the perfect way for him to go out. It's the true passing of the torch as this moment was always meant to be. And the different, and again, highlighting the difference between being out only for yourself and being there for others. As we said before, being selfish doesn't make you strong. Bane doesn't understand this. And I think he under also misunderstands Django because when he says you have too much of your father in him, 
too much Vader in him. You know, echoes of that a little bit. Mm. Hondo once spoke of Django as an honorable man. And if this is all about honor, I don't think Cad Bane understood Django either. For me, this is what crystallizes the show, and at least this season. The tribe saved Boba in life, in practice, and in spirit, and also symbolically because of the gaffy stick appearance. That symbolizes the entire journey. So one thing I also was thinking about in this scene is is what Cad Bane says in The Bad Batch. And he says, I've taken down so many clones over the years. Once you figure out one, the rest are easy. That's a good point. Did you just look that up? No, no, this Man. is a note I had during. He's a clone. Yeah, I, mean, oh, I had this. This is one of my notes. Okay. Yeah, I can't stay mad. He just can't stay mad you know, at you. It's the same. It's 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 parallel to when he shot like just a few months ago when we saw him in the standoff with Hunter. It was last year. You know? okay. it was, it was last, last year. year. A few months ago. I was still a few months ago. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. No. See, I can't stay <laughs> mad at you because of because of takes like this, and also if I'm honest, see, I'm sorry. if I'm honest, the other big reason, Matt, your face, your yeah. face. And my face, it's my, my birthday. It's my face, my birthday. It's nothing to do with that. your birthday. I don't give it. I don't. <laughs> I can't sleep. Look at that face. <laughs> he just loves it. But anyway, it. I'm like, it's, it's like Boba, Pelly, Pelly Boba the major domo over here. I'm going to look out for you too. <laughs> thank you. Say thank you. I'm going to look out. <laughs> Boba learned a trick that no other clone learned, and it was the gaffy stick. And then, yeah. and Cat and didn't what, see it coming. What gave him that? His ties yep. to the tribe. So the Tuscans exactly. made him weak, as everyone's saying? No. Nope. The Tuscans made him strong and are the only reason Bang. why he was able to defeat Cad Bane, or else he would there be you go. dead. Yep. Meanwhile, excellent con- excellent connection. Thank Matt. you. Really, Thank really you. Really that was beautiful, that. Matt. I, I'm, Thanks. Since Thank that's you so much, sincere, guys. I'm not, you know, yeah. I know with me it's hard to tell. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> the Rancor is on the loose, climbs to the top of the main tower like King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. I, I had immediately in my notes that I wrote down, I was like, King Kong, question mark, question yeah. mark. <laughs> and who's going to come up but either uh, Faye Ray or Naomi Watts are the only acceptable answers there. Uh, um, but Mando, tra- yeah, I'm going to gatekeep King Kong. <laughs> Star Wars podcast. I just realized that right there is gatekeeping. That's what Kong. you're not supposed to do. Mando tries to stop it, but in the end, only Grogu can do that, who reaches out with the Force to calm the Rancor and set it to sleep. And he then, mm. because we know after big uses of the Force, he falls asleep. He just He's falls asleep boy. right next to it. He's a sleepy little Adorability boy. meter, Caitlin and Bush. Stop me when I'm. And he keeps like oh, cuddling into his my, new friend. My the hands Rancor. are still moving. It's um, this much. It's all the way. It's all the way up. Oh, like, I can't. It, I can't reach further that than your your uh, your arms. My can arm extend. looks really skinny. Oh, all right, doesn't yeah. it? Uh, just, uh, <laughs> Matt, what do you think? Enough, oh should God. I keep going to the gym, or have I it's hit so my goal weight? No, no, you look good. You look good. It's good thing I'm not a Gamorian. Okay, <laughs> Pelly says. I'm guessing there's not going to be a barbecue. And I immediately thought of Matt and his hunks of meat. <laughs> I mean, it, it looks delicious, doesn't it? It would have been delicious. Delicious. You want delicious. the rancor, our friend? Would have looked. Uh, we just we just met her. What are they going to eat? Know. The droids? <laughs> Caitlin, Matt already wants to eat your rancor. No, I, I'm just again siding with MVP Pelimato. I mean, it would have been a delicious barbecue. Back to Moss Eisley, the Pike's office. Everyone here gets shot. The head. This is yeah. this is the end of the yeah. Godfather or the show's version of it. <laughs> yes. All of the three family heads get shot. Mark Shaiz, Mayor McCheese. I really can't think of him as anything other than Mayor McCheese. Now I really can't. You ever see an authorian get strangled from above? I have to say, I have to say, <laughs> uh, a few episodes ago, I talked about how much Star Wars is a kid show, and then this this moment just made me laugh so much too. And what a stupid <laughs> take that was. Because here, here's Mayor McCheese getting hung. <laughs> getting hung. <laughs> 
It's a kid's show. Cut two. Mayor McCheese getting hung from above. It's a very violent children's show. It's a very violent choice. The final pike is stabbed. Of course, all of it is Fennec. Of course. Who? Of course. Time to settle queen. accounts. Today we settle all family business. Cut to Boba and Fennec walking down the streets as the people of Mos Espa now bow to him. Children give him Melu Run fruit, and it definitely Melu is Melu Run because the subtitles definitely said it says Melu Run. I also caught that. Caitlin, I love that mm. we're we're on we're both on with this. Yeah, I love that yeah. you care. I love that yeah. anyone cares, but especially that it's you. <laughs> Matt couldn't care less. Okay. Now, he mentions someone else is in his back to tank, and we think he's talking about Chrysanthemum, but we see Chrysanthemum a couple moments after that. So who's in the tank? We'll find out. And I love this. The, the final lines here. Boba says, We are not suited for this. And Fennec says, If not us, then who? And I'm just thinking, two formerly selfish people who are only ever out for themselves both of them reborn on the sands of Tatooine to be selfless patrons of others. If not them, then who else? People can and do change. Yep. Is what I took. And from we pan out to to, the to all the friends. Of We've got Crescenton, their their clan, the mods, Nogamorians, and the bunny droid. The rat catchers there. Yeah, so, what? So he survived. <laughs> pan out to space. The N one is flying off. Mando in the cockpit, and of course, who's in the droid port? <laughs> Little man, tapping incessantly, and Mando says, no, no. All right, okay. And he hits the switch that is supposed to make you evacuate your bowels for He's super like, speed. And the ship goes to super speed. And here's where, yes, <laughs> this is a kid show moment, because Grogu's like, yeah. home alone face. Ah! And like, it scrolls backward, zooms off, cut to credits. Except, yes. Mid credits, back to the back to tank. Who's lying in it? Cobb Vanth, Timothy yes. Oliphant, and who's right next to him? The modder, Stephen Thundercat Bruner, waiting with his modifying arm. Gonna give Cobb Vanth yes. a new arm. I think he's gonna get yeah. a little robot well, new arm. Uh, an upgrade shoulder. Yeah, that's do you think what he's gonna give him? Yeah, I think he blasted off his arm. Honestly, shot his whole arm off, <laughs> or or I think he damaged the shoulder blade just enough that he needs to get a whole new thing there. You know, I'm just excited that that Cobb Vanth is alive. Yeah, of course like, he, he is. We, so, we, so you know yeah. that line where they say you know shot him down in cold blood. I thought that's not the impression that we got. Yeah, in the no way, episode. not at all. And, like, and what's going on? And none of them full on said dead yeah and also right. i'm like no you just you don't if oliphant wants to be on your show you don't you don't you, you keep him alive push out oliphant quick quick questions uh, we already covered where you satisfied moving on caitlin and bush mm. thoughts for season two the book of boba fett what would you like to see happen in your dream of dreams wow you're in the room you're in the writer's room what are you putting on the board first day i am going to fast forward a little bit in time. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to see in the first episode, Boba is full on daimyo mode. He has been running this town and this city with uh, respect for quite a while now. And then we get a new challenger that comes in that he has to deal with. So he, he achieves his dreams and he achieves this new life for himself. But then... He has problems that approach, and I, I'm Brian. I'm still caught on this, uh, this, this theory that uh, we're gonna get 
some solo a Star Wars story action in here. Crimson Dawn, maybe Kira. Yeah, could still yeah. show up. Could still yeah. show up. So I, in my in my dream of dreams, yeah. it's uh, <laughs> it's that's that's season two Ooh. is that he has to deal with even bigger and badder syndicate of baddies. Mm. Now I got a, a follow up question for you on that, and then I want to pivot to Matt Romano because I saw something regarding this theory that I know he's gonna like. Um, Caitlin and Bush, do you think for season two there might be any? place for Boba to backslide a little bit into his old ways, you know, a little bit. But you think that would be interesting? Yes, that's the that's the beauty of complex characters. That's the beauty of him trying to change himself uh and all of us throughout our own personal journeys are bound to backslide into old ways, but as we continue forward, uh that's that's the ultimate goal and I think that he will he will become the person that he wants to be, but he has years and decades of of unlearning to do. It's true. And I think that because him, he and Fennec disagree plenty of times in uh, in this season, but they always kind of come to an understanding. And usually she defers to him or he listens to her when she's proposing. So you're thinking that maybe there might be. There might be a uh, a little bit of a divide in season a two. A little bit, because watching them fight I would like hurt, but that would be drama. Yeah. The drama yeah. of them like having something they they are on complete not to the betrayal point. I can't don't want of that. Course. Can't stand that. But, but something that they that they that they cannot come to an accord. Yes, on. for at least a couple yeah. episodes. Yeah, I would that I, be that, that I could like be this. interesting. It, it hurts me to think about, but I like yeah, it. I want to pivot to you right now, Matt Romano, because I've got I've got something hot and fresh for you, ah, and it's okay. tasty, and you're gonna lap it up like it's <laughs> like it's f-ing barbecue. Okay. All right. Um, now, uh, some people, the only other kind of big bad that, and I was I'll say in terms of Crimson Dawn and Akira, way off for the season. The Pikes were the big bad, and there was mm-hmm. no one behind them. But we can always say, but who was behind them next season? Turns out to be her. There's another character. The only other character that people could think of is one yeah. who, was, who just re-canonized, thanks to, I believe, Crimson Rain. Yep. Your old pal, we've talked about it, Zizor <laughs> and Black Sun. I, I smell them coming. Yeah. For season Incredible. two, yeah. you're in the writer's room. Are you putting, day one of you in the writer's room, are you putting that big old X, Zizor, on the board? Oh, me? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you'd get the Dash Rendar episode, like the, like some, the some, some people, <laughs> Some people thought the sher- the deputy from last week was Dash Rendar. Yeah, but that's ridiculous because Dash I, Rendar would never get killed so easily. And, and also, Dash Rendar is much better looking they and both smells wear vests. gorgeous. What? What's that? They both wear vests. <laughs> they, they wear, they how do, do you know how vests? he smells? Okay. I know. So anyway. It's like, I guess there won't be a barbecue. So anyway, so anyway what, 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 uh, thoughts for season two or just what's, what's going on in your head right now? Matt, if we're Ronald. zooming ahead into the future, you know, I, I, I love the idea of the Boba. future, Matt, the future of Star Wars. Sorry. So Boba now is in charge of Tatooine, which is in the outer rim, which is close to unknown space where, we think the First Order will eventually gather and build. So it's interesting that they put Boba Fett in the front line of which will eventually be probably a starting point for, you know, whatever is to come. For the next the, empire. Yeah, the next empire. Yeah. Some of the First Order? The First Order, exactly. So it's like you have like, you know, maybe like the Rangers, the, you have Mando Season 3, Rangers of the New Republic, but you're but you still have Boba kind of running, running ship on Tatooine. I think Jakku is a little would be the planet to be in that position. It's a, it's Tatooine isn't 
Okay, but we're, we're still out of range. But that's you know, interesting. Yeah. It's out of range. Yeah. I mean, so the, the first order would would start making their presence in the outer rim known first. Yeah, so, right. But thinking know, where implications where this goes in the future down the line, like what's the implications of having Boba Fett be the ruler of Tatooine? Like I can see that being some interesting connective tissue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I could That's see. Fun. I could see that too. I like as it. we've as we've yeah. seen online, a lot of people uh, say that Star Wars has a Tatooine problem. So we're just going to continue. Hey, guess what? Tatooine. It's called Tatooine now. The whole thing. <laughs> It's not thing. even called Tatooine Wars. It's just called Tatooine. Tatooine. It's just Tatooine. <laughs> That's Star Wars cannon, Tatooine. Can of cannon fire. <laughs> um, oh, don't get, get me started. Okay. Um, <laughs> Caitlin M. Bush, favorite moment, the entirety, if you had to choose, seven episodes, favorite moment. Oh, no. Oh, yes. I should have I should have prepared for this. Um. It's our policy not to give questions in advance. I know. I know. It's a, it's a, it's a problem here. Especially on a Spotchka Nights. Spotchka Nights. Um, Matt Romano, do you have one locked and loaded in case I want to go to you and come back to CMB? I do, I think. Okay, we'll go to Matt Romano when CMB will come back to you. Hit me, Matt Romano. Well, I'm not not necessarily a favorite moment, but I'm just going to say favorite episode because I did a rewatch right before I watched the finale. And the finale gonna, is that fantastic. Was gonna be, that was going to be my next question. but okay, I'm just going to merge good. the two. Fine. <laughs> but I'll give you a moment. Peli Motto losing her tooth. Best right. moment of the entire series. Hilarious. Okay. Okay. Best episode of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, hands down the uh, the train, the train episode. Two. The, two. The second episode. episode. Two. Yep. Mm. And, and, and in my rewatch, like, that is the most exciting, the most uh, don't know what's going to happen next, you know, most Star Wars. Just what a, that, what a beautiful episode. That, that was is. the one where Caitlin lost her mind, but it also yep. has Cammy Fixer, the Hoojibs, the <laughs> Hut Twins. Oh, and yeah. And it has the heist and there's and the and, and it has Tashi my, Station. My favorite scene in the whole series is still the lizard journey. Oh yeah. 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 Um, for some reason that is so weird. It's not Tashi station. No, okay, the, okay. the lizard the up the nose and everything that happens after is my Pelimato's tooth. Oh, okay. CMB. Have you thought, have you thought of, have you thought of one? I think the, the favorite moment, I feel like it's cheating to use something from episode seven, but I, I have to use something cheating. from episode seven. Yeah. And it's, it's in the, it's in the moment where the X-Wing has flown in. Mm-hmm. You don't see who's in the cockpit yet, but you just kind of get that little glance and you look up at the droid and you can see the silver and blue. You have a hint that kind of looks like R2 and then little man's <laughs> face just like pops up. Pelly Motto hiding and everything because she thinks the cops are there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, just like the, the drugs. whole build up to that. Hide the Broadway like, bootlegs. You kind of have a moment where you're like, is is Luke also in this episode? Like, what is going For on? For a and second, I was like, they could yeah. use him. And then, and then, and then little man's face just pops up. It's, and it's just, it, it's everything. It's little man. Yeah. Um, episode on the whole, same question. Now, Matt has tooth moment. Episode two is his favorite. Do you have a favorite chapter, CMB? I'm going to, I'm going to go with, it still feels like cheating to use episode seven because yeah. the, that's the. It's not fair. It's not fair to use episode seven because that is not, everything. Not fair to who? All at once. No, no. Go to, ahead and go, just go dims the rules. You want. Dims the rules. I think episode seven is the best episode of this series. However, if I were going to not use the all of the all of the plot points come to a head, you are very satisfied with a lot of the stuff that has happened. I have to use. Uh, I think the episode is called "The Gathering Storm." Yeah. Uh, chapter four well, and that's when it's got all the boba we, fennec stuff 
It's the Boba Finnick stuff. It's that wonderful moment by the fire. It's Boba gets his shit back. It's it's the the heartbreaking stuff uh, after all of the. Um, oh no no no! It's it's the stuff during when Boba has figured out that they might have killed his entire family, his new Tuscan family. There's a lot of emotional uh, trauma in there and a lot of uh, emotional depth, and it's it's the best episode and also the sous chef droid yeah and the su- you can't, can't say there's, no to the sous there's, chef there's room droid. for everything it's amazing what you yes. can do in that is a big minutes. episode that is a big episode um yeah well with that we're gonna go to break but we're fine we're all fine here now thank you i completely understand if you do but don't turn us off this is vanessa marshall and you're listening to return of the pot a podcast about star wars May the force be with you. And as always, many boats. We're back, and now it's time for some galactic points of interest. Good news has come to the citizens of Lothal. In comics, over on the Marvel side, there's Darth Vader number 20 came out Wednesday morning, as well as issue 5 of the High Republic Trail of Shadows. And for High Republic fans, do not miss out on that miniseries. Um, I haven't read that issue yet, but I am very excited to. Over on the IDW side, there's Star Wars Adventures number 14. And from what I understand, this is the last ever issue of that title. There's still, yeah, there's still going to be some High Republic adventures to come. But Adventures itself seems to be ending. Star Wars comics may be moving away from IDW completely, especially taking the recent reunion with Dark Horse into account. That's conjecture, but uh, Star Wars Adventures at least is ending. This is the last issue today on Wednesday. Um, And I'm sad to see it go. It was a lot of fun. It was a fun title, never took itself too seriously, and it was really so much fun. So, Listeners, if you enjoy the comics but haven't gotten into adventures yet over on the IDW side, I recommend it. It's a lot of fun. And now, I'm going to throw it to Matt for a little segment we like to call Business Time. It's business! It's business time! Hey, business time! Okay, sorry, no. No? No? Business time. Business time. Okay, anyway, it's it's the end of a... Uh, business time. And We're serious. This is business This time. is serious. So we got to put our serious voices and faces on. Because um, that's just good business. It's good business, Brian. It's good business. It's just business. good business. It's the end of uh, a season of Star Wars, so people are, are very curious. Uh, what comes next for Return of the Pods? So we got to use this... Fixing this. our mugs. <laughs> well, that's one no. thing. You know, we'll leave with that. The mugs, work in progress. We're working on the mugs. Yeah. You I'm know? doing the best I can. <laughs> We're getting to the mugs, but that's a reason to, you know, keep an eye on the show because we're going to have new mugs soon. So it's very exciting. That's really the only reason. That's the only reason. Uh, So anyway, so of course, uh, when are we coming back? A lot of people wondering, uh, what is the show going to come back? So obviously, Obi-Wan coming back. Obi-Wan coming in May. Obi-Wan Kenobi. 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 Sorry. You mean Ben Kenobi? Yeah. That That was just, just a crazy old man. We're going to do a podcast about him? So we're going to do that. We're definitely going to do that. And that's May. So that's a while from now. So what are we going to do in the meantime? (laughs) We're probably going to do something. So uh, we talked about doing... uh, (laughs) Put bet on that. We're probably going to do something. Something. We talked about the Brian's Book Club uh, episode, maybe. 
Yeah, that could be a yep. thing. Uh, you know, uh, lit up social media. <laughs> hopefully, another uh, season of Star Wars, something in between. Probably not, but we hope. Maybe they'll just drop a series. They'll be like, "Here's Bad Batch," but probably not really. You know, that's probably, probably would have heard by now. But yeah, we exactly. can dream. We can dream. So uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll think of some fun stuff to do. But if you have any ideas or anything you want us to cover, or questions or, or whatever, uh, let us know. If you have any thoughts about what we can possibly do, yeah. let, let us know on the website. Yeah, on the website, and that's a what, a, what an excellent transition, Brian. Because as always, so welcome. We want you all to keep an eye on us at returnofthepod.net, where you can leave dot net dot net dot net the dot net the internet, where you can leave messages, reviews, voicemails, uh, sign up for email alerts, get links to our merchandising, 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 merchandising. Wait, we have we have email alerts? Yeah, yeah. People sign up for an email list, and I can just email a bunch of people. Why would anyone want that? Because that's how you keep on top of the show, Brian. You might oh. get an email from the captain. Come on, man. <laughs> the new mugs are here. Exactly. So <laughs> sign up so you don't miss anything. Just and like the new phone books. Exactly. And guys, I, I, I have a, a finally a new feature to unveil here in business time. Okay. <gasps> oh, I'm very about this. new feature. <laughs> okay. So it's a new feature. Uh, we'll cut to the chase. It's another way for the pod to make some money. Yeah. Money. It's another. It's another way. Oh, yeah. Okay. We, we, we make money store. through the merchandise, yes, and we, and and you know we yeah. a, a new a new source of income for this the. This is the first I've heard of money. <laughs> <laughs> so we opened up an account on buymeacoffee.com. and if you haven't heard of this, it's a website you go to, and you can just give a few bucks to the podcast because believe it or not. You know, uh, a lot of people have asked us, you know, uh, how could they support the show? Uh, I don't believe it, but continue. <laughs> believe it. And uh, I- I'm on the not side of that. And we always appreciate those comments because obviously if you've been listening a long time or you're a new listener, hopefully you've noticed the uh, the quality of the show. We put a lot of time. <laughs> after what and we after- just did? You're going to say that after what we just did? I wrote it before the show. <laughs> I really hope so. So anyway, the audio quality, the audio quality. Well, yes, the yes, production the quality. finished product. No, no, yes. you didn't let me get the finish because I was gonna say, you know, even we might be terrible, but we sound great. We sound fantastic. Mwah. Yes, you know. So if you're a fan That's of the just show, what it'll say on the bumper stickers. If you're a fan of the show, <laughs> and we really appreciate this. If you want to support the show, uh, go to returnofthepod.net. Check out, uh, you know, our page at buymeacoffee.com and, you know, you throw a coin to your Witcher because we'd like to bring more <laughs> Return of the Pod to you. Toss a coin to you. What did you think I wasn't going to? I set you up for it. I, wanted I was to. waiting for it. A valley of plenty. I love there that song. So, yeah, we, we, we would, song. you know, we would love to bring you more and, and the more resources we have to bring that's more Return song. of the Pod to you. Uh, the more uh, we could do it. So that's it. So, uh, yeah. And uh, Mug Watch. Keep an eye on us <laughs> for mugs. We're going to have some mugs. Mug and, Watch. Uh, we got Moochie Watch. Moochie Watch. Mug Watch. Still, hug Watch. No. <laughs> a lot of watch. Matt canceled Moochie Watch. Yeah, so I did. Sorry, yeah. And, and finally, <laughs> do us a favor, everybody. Tell your friends. Because, you know, we're a great podcast. And uh, <laughs> tell your friends. <laughs> Okay. And that's Again, good business. Did you, write, did you write that <laughs> also, or is that off the cuff? No, mine. It just says, and hey, tell your friends, okay? Do us but a it favor. didn't say tell because we're friends. a great podcast. No, it didn't it, say it? that. It didn't you say just that. added that. I added that one. Well, we the, have a lot of fun what, around where here. We just, well, fun is where we you find it. And we're, as long as we're having fun, <laughs> surely you and your friends will. Yeah, so return to the podcast. that's just good business. That's good business, Brian. It's good business. Okay, is that it? That's it. 
All right. See you later. And that's going to do it for business time. It's business. It's business time. And now I'm going to turn it over to the Jedi Master for our next segment. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. And now it's time for Caitlin's Word of the Week. The Word of the Week is respect. Good job, Caitlin. She seems to be on top of things. Hey, that is a good word, Oh, that's the one of the best ones we've ever had. And, and, you know, it feels right to go off uh, on this this word for our season finale. And uh, for what I will say, gentlemen, is the final entry into Word of the Week. (gasps) You're killing the segment? I'm killing the segment. See, Matt, I I told you she's a cold-blooded killer. We've never had a segment die on the show. Yes, we have. Captain's Corner. never, (laughs) Never say never. Never say okay. never. However, uh, longtime listeners of the old show uh, will know that this segment was born out of me having the the chance because of my my job to see the rise of Skywalker before Matt and Brian were able to. Yeah, that one still hurts. And yes. so I gave I gave a one word non-spoiler spoiler which kind of was a spoiler what was the word at the time which which was but you didn't Uh, but you didn't know that it was a spoiler the the minute you said it i was like i know you know caitlin looking back that was a very spoiling it was a very much a spoiler (laughs) it was was the way you said it and the look on your face when uh, you said it i could tell she's not i knew your thoughts and i'm like she's not happy about this having to be the word i was not happy about it being the word however yes the the word that started word of the week was Palpatine, uh, and we are going to be ending for the time being uh, weekly entries of Word of the Week. Wow! However, okay. never say never. Uh, I will return. I hope with a a new segment for myself. Uh, I doubt it will be as glorious and unhinged as what these two gentlemen have come up with in the past for themselves. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But that was so uh, condescending. I look forward. You see, you see. I got some ideas. I got some ideas. I see it. I see it as something. No, not you. What he, what Matt just said to you was, it's like, Uh, don't worry about it. We, I got ideas. Don't worry, honey. I got ideas. I know you don't think so good. I oh, I'm not saying that. That's exactly what you said. I'm going to unleash Caitlin's potential. As you spit yeah. a tooth out over here. Like, she needs you to unleash anything. Oh, Listeners, I would terrible. like you to know that this is, Ka- Caitlin this. told us that this segment was going to die right before we logged, right as we logged on. <laughs> this, of whenever we started this, was the first we were hearing of it. So it's her decision. I'm heartbroken. We, If you would like the, the, the thing to stay, don't bother tweeting or anything, because... She's going to do what CMB going to do. My mind is made yeah. up. Now that said, uh, never's a long time. So who knows? Never is a long time. I never say never. Always However, in motion is future. Uh, yes. Uh, and for the last time for now, that has been word of the week. Ah, what a great ending. And that's going to take us into real talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. <laughs> I have decided that we are going to cancel Real Talk. No, <laughs> I am just kidding. We can never cancel Real Talk. Uh, okay, so here we go. On Apple Podcasts, a hello and thank you to Bulldog Hockey 15 
Thank you for your rating and your very nice words. On Twitter, I want to give greetings to the host of the award-winning podcast. She will rock you. Leah Elizabeth J., as well as Rachel D. and Matt Schmidt, all three of whom let me know that they got the random Rail Avaros reference <laughs> last week. Leah posted the cap gif of, I understood that reference. If you yourself want to get to know the most unconventional Jedi Rail Avaros, then I recommend the book Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray and the audio drama Dooku, Jedi Lost by the great Kevin Scott. Both are yeah. luminous authors. These are not High Republic things, but they're both fantastic. And man, Rail Avaros is a fascinating Star Wars character. Also on Twitter, I ran one of my amazing, famous, earth-shattering polls yes. a couple no. weeks ago. Now, let me tell you, people love these polls. Of course. People stop me on the street, and after kicking books in my face, they tell me how much they love the polls. Now, I was thinking about people, as I have been, complaining about Boba going soft. You may have gotten that I have some issues about that. With I wouldn't everything, have guessed it, Everything but... we were yes. just talking about. And then I thought of him choking out that giant beast to death with a chain in the very first episode. So... The four choices were about which Boba has gone soft moment is your favorite. The choices were him choking out that Harryhausen creature to death in the first episode. The second choice was blowing a guy up, which he also did in the first episode. Destroying the Sarlacc, which, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, was, thank you, love it. (laughs) Was in tandem with Fennec, but whatever. And then the fourth option was killing the entire Nikto gang with 195 votes cast, which this might have been the biggest poll we've ever done. Oh, man. Hey. Yeah. The winner (laughs) by a wide margin with 67% of the vote was killing the Nikto gang. Regular listener Thomas Carter Rochester mentioned that blowing a guy up was the softest thing on the list. And that really is saying so. And you know what? Yeah. That's that's just just. That makes sense. I love it. We want to give a hello and a get well soon to listener Stephen Bauer, who just had surgery on a torn ACL. Must have done a shooting hoops or something. I actually think he did do a shooting hoops. Uh, We also want to thank the many, many listeners who responded to his message to us with encouragement and well wishes of their own. Yeah. It was really, really fantastic to see this of no, no bidding of our own, but people just chiming in, telling him other listeners of the show to get well soon. And if any of this silliness at whatever is worth it, it's because of things like building that. a community. That is a beautiful thing that I think we never expected. And it, it is so heartwarming. Yeah, to it's see. always great. That's, that's absolutely right. It's the last thing I expected. And it's the thing that makes me happiest about all of this. It yeah. makes me happier than, than Amy Sedaris spitting a tooth out. It's Matt. <laughs> Close. Um, and that is saying something. So, Stephen, many boats and, and get well soon. And I also want to thank regular listener Mark Hotch for saying that he thought I'd look dapper in Cobb Vance's outfit. Aww, now, I've yeah. only ever been called dapper once in my life, and it was a long time ago, but it happened on a very lovely evening, so thank you for allowing me briefly to remember it. Okay, now, um, because this is, as we've said, the end of, of our, it's, it's also the end of our season three, uh, we want to give, it's that time again, we want to give a big thank you to our editor, Paul, to Izzy, to Caitlin, of course, and especially, um, most sincerely, to you, Matt. 
Get um, out of here. Stop. And this is yeah. not all the our fun bits. No, we don't need to do especially, that. Especially. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to. We're doing. Who has gone above and beyond with every single episode, as always, um, that the time that listeners, the time he puts into the cutting, the effects and everything like that. He doesn't rest for like two days after we He's record. our captain in more ways yeah, than one. And Caitlin and I really don't make it easy for him. We really, really don't. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm telling you, he is a gem. And the fact that he even has time to do this with us is awful, quite frankly. <laughs> Stop. Um, yeah, it, it kind of. <laughs> somebody snap this man up. And, and an additional thank you to... Mr. Brian Silliman, who is, of course, our fearless leader and always a delight to lead all of our conversations. And people obviously love him, as do we. <laughs> always, always, though, the biggest thanks to you, the listeners. I'm amazed that you listen to this at all, but I'm so thankful that you do. Now, I had a thought the other day, because once again, Matt, you recently got another question about many boats, about why yes. we say many boats and where it comes yeah. from. Oh, and yes. I was thinking about it and this thought pertain to the phrase. Now, many boats originated when we talked about the Mando season two trailer and there was a boat in it. Matt flipped out about this boat. And so we then titled an episode called Many Boats and we just wishing Matt, wishing Matt many boats because it, you know, we wanted there to be joy. many boats in this yeah, series. It would be like know? wishing you many boats to, to make him happy. It would be it's like now it would be many teeth or something. But since <laughs> the phrase has now become kind of bigger than that it's because it's, it's yeah. become this thing that 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 ever, that people say all the time and they'll say it they'll they'll hashtag it and then i'll hear it from people that first time listeners friends have emailed me and said i just listen to your show and, and sign off many boats and i was thinking how it's kind of taken on a bigger meaning and so here here's my thoughts on it please bear with me i, I do apologize but here it is now everyone sees the force differently some may see the vastness of space, some an endless desert, and others, like myself of late, see an endless rolling ocean, as it is described in some recent Star Wars books. Sometimes this ocean is calm and peaceful, sometimes it is violent and chaotic. You cannot control an ocean. No human can. All you can do is study how it acts and moves and adjust your own course accordingly. You can't swim forever, either. So though it started as a silly in-joke and then grew out of that, I mean this sincerely, everyone could use a boat. You won't need just one if you live long enough and travel far enough and face everything that is a part of your journey, you'll rebuild your boat constantly. And that's good because that means you're living, you're changing, rebuilding yourself as well, and you're experiencing everything, both the light and the dark. So we wish you many boats. May many boats come to float you, guide you, and help you as you navigate life over a sea that could be made of water or sand. May many boats carry you onward, now and always. Brian, that's lovely. And it seems the fireworks have started. Wow. Yeah, uh, happy birthday, Matt. Thanks, Azu. Where's Myers? He's, um, he's gone. But he died? He, what, no final words? He, he didn't say goodbye? Uh, he didn't want to interrupt the show. 
Uh, he and I talked for a while, and even though we couldn't save his codex, he was able to transfer a lot of his memories and data files over to me. Uh, he said thank you and asks you all to take good care of his tribe. He also said never underestimate a droid, whatever that means. <laughs> Didn't think my birthday would end with a funeral. I think I tore my ACL fighting that beast. Just enjoy the fireworks, everyone. They're for Matt, and for Caitlin, and for Y1RZZ, for Azu, for Robert Donat, for those of us who came before, for those of us who are here now, for those of us who have yet to come. That's going to complete season one of The Book of Boba Fett, as well as season three of this podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, as well as TikTok at Return of the Pod. You can find our website at returnofthepod.net, where you can leave voicemails, and you can visit returnofthepod.store. You can also find us directly. Caitlin and Bush, you can be found where? We found at at Caitlin M. Bush, that is C E I T L I N M. Bush like the beer, not like the president. Matt Romano, you can be found where? Ah, uh, you can find me drinking spotchka and enjoying the rest of the night at at Matt Romano on Twitter, M A T T R O M A N O. And I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Brian Silliman. That's at B-R-I-A-N-S as in Sky Guy, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Snoke them if you got them. Take a shivy. And remember, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. This is the way we have spoken. Many boats for light and life. The Force will be with you always be the spark.